Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome everyone back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt. I am one of your two hosts. The other one is my good buddy, Mysterious Mike Talent, who lives in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm good, Matt. Thanks for asking. Hey, hey, what what episode are we recording today? That's exactly what I was looking up, Mike. Today is Real Film Nerds Podcast episode number 129. It is a tributary on the Netflix original film. I, I, I still am kind of leery about saying it's a Netflix original, but we'll just go with that. Revenger from 2018. Yeah, I'm not sure if just Netflix uh, ended up getting the rights to display this film I, 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 in America. I don't know. But anyway, yes, we're going to say that it's a Netflix tributary. Yes, they, they say it's an original, but I don't think they had anything to do other than buying the rights to it. Because if you look, it was filmed in 2018. It's a South Korean film. So... I don't know. I'm uh I'm excited to talk about this one. We'll see how this goes. So, Mike, let's just uh not beat around the bush. Give me the rundown for Revenger. Okay. So, uh being that this is a South Korean film, I'm going to screw up all the names of everyone. But there's not very many names listed on IMDb, uh our unofficial sponsor. So, I'm just going to go uh director Sing Wan Lee. Um, there it doesn't seem to say what the sto- who did the story. I think it's also Sing Wan Lee, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's starring Bruce Khan, He Soon Park, Jin Sao Yoon, and uh, the story is a former police investigator decides to go to a prison island to revenge the brutal killings of his family. Mike, I have to say you did a very good job. I would have butchered the hell out of those names as well. And, you know, I think the reason why there's not more information on IMDb, like who did what, is because even in the subtitles, the subtitles are almost 100% in South Korean. Yeah, not I think South you're right. Korean, but Korean. Sorry. <laughs> in Korean. So how do you, you know, unless you get someone that'll sit down and do it that speaks Korean, you know. And can read it and write it. Anyways. So, Mike, all right. Before we jump into it, let's uh, talk about one more thing to get completely 100% off topic, but not off topic. This coming Saturday at the Prescott Gateway Mall is a big event for nerds. It is called the Gateway to Geekdom. It is a $5 entry. It is going to have all kinds of panels, costume contests. It's basically like a regular comic convention or comic con as people like to say but not get sued anymore <laughs> a comic con in prescott basically that's what it is they it's called gateway to geekdom is being hosted by my buddy who owns the uh, game on comics and games comic book shop or not it's 
not really a comic book shop. It's more of a game shop. But anyways, he's the one that's hosting and putting it on with a couple other people. Um, I am participating in it. I know you will not be able to make it all the way out here. So I got us some business cards that I'll be handing out. And then if you've listened to this pod and you go to the Gateway to Geekdom and you come up to me and ask for one, I will give you what little stash of Real Film Nerd stickers we have. I will just give you one if you ask for it. If you come up to me during the Gateway Gateway to Geekdom event. Now it goes from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. at the Prescott Gateway Mall. I will be running around with my camera taking pictures. Josh asked me to do that, and we will figure out something in comic book trade later, which is always fun. But um, I'm sitting at uh, my buddy Dave Beatty, who draws, who is drawn for Marvel and DC, and a bunch of other different uh, uh, big time comic book places and small time. Uh, he has his own book right now called Red Skirts. You can find it online, 100% free. I'll be hanging out with him at his table with our banner and business cards. And anyways, so come on out, say what's up, BS with me. I'll give you a sticker. Man, Matt, that was uh, that was quite a segue there. But uh, yeah, yeah, everybody who's in the Prescott area should uh, hit that up. It sounds like a lot of fun. Nerd out. Check out some new stuff. Yeah, for sure. It would be fun. I, you know, I'm participating in it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, just trying to get this podcast uh, some more listeners because you guys are not telling your friends and family enough. So work on it. Mom, especially you. Frankie Lala, especially you. Anyone from work, especially you. Anyone that knows Mike, especially you. Okay, I'm I'm done. All right. All right, man. So, uh what uh, like so man uh i'll just talk a little bit about how we chose this movie i i think you saw a trailer for it on netflix when it was promoting it uh, a little earlier in the year and we kind of put it off for a little bit but we have a little bit of time and i was a slacker and didn't see a movie this weekend so i watched this movie previously and now we're gonna go talk about it and Matt, do you just want to tell us a little bit why you chose this one? Because it looked freaking awesome. That's why. All right, yeah. Now I love a good revenge movie, so. Well, yeah. it's a cool concept. The story is definitely lackluster throughout the film, but it's a cool concept and then the martial arts is just amazing. Just over the top amazing for the most part. Some of it was a little rough. But the main guy, I, he clearly knows what he's doing very well. And I really like some of the fight scenes. And that's mostly what attracted me to it. It was very reminiscent of the older 80s, 90s, 70s, 60s martial arts films that I grew up watching. Yeah, this 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 movie is definitely about uh, martial arts and, and, of course, revenge. Uh, I guess the story was a little bit where it was it was uh, fairly weak, and uh, I don't know. I feel like there was some humor in there that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I think maybe was more cultural, like divide thing. I think maybe they would have found it more amusing uh, in Korea, South Korea. Oh, I agree, man. I agree. There was some 
random humor with a couple random guys. There was some humor in there that was pretty good, though. Like that one dude with the, uh, well, he had like a Captain Hook hand or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the drunk guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That dude was weird. Real weird. But, hey, he added a little levity to the story. You know one that really annoyed the living hell out of me? Oh, 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 I think I might know what it is, but I'm going to let you say what you think. It was the young girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she was, like, over the top, and, like, her acting was it clearly over the top, and there was some words that she kept saying, like the word for uh, mom or whatever, and it was just this really high-pitched noise coming out of her mouth and then a couple times oh god i don't know if you noticed this but the makeup was really bad on like her teeth like there's some scenes where her teeth are just like really nasty like gross gross yellow which makes sense because she was born on this island right yes and then they'll cut to scenes where they forgot to put the makeup on and her teeth is like perfectly white But the yellow was so yellow and like offensive. It was like it like took me out of the scene. Oh, it was very like such a stark contrast of what it was what it was in one scene versus this scene. Yeah, well, no, just not even that. Just even before she had the white teeth, the yellow was just so like wow. It was really really brutal. Yeah, uh, one thing that was very weird for me, and I, I don't really think this is a spoiler, and I'm sorry if it is to anybody who's listening, is uh, they changed between Korean and English a couple times, and like it was so random and only in a couple parts, I didn't understand. Okay, I can explain that a little bit because I've experienced that. I'm surprised you haven't experienced it growing up in Arizona too, Mike. Maybe it's because I'm the one that worked in all the Mexican restaurants and you didn't. When people are bilingual or even trilingual and they're around other people that are bilingual or trilingual as well, they'll jump between languages without even thinking about it. And so I think that's purely just, I don't know if it was a decision by the director or if that's how they talk in South Korea because such uh huge american presence there but i think that's all it was it's a cultural thing because i've experienced that a lot when i worked in mexican restaurants especially when i'm working with people that speak both english and spanish they would just fluently switch between the two in the same conversation sometimes even in the same sentence huh okay um i mean i get i guess i've experienced it as well but i wasn't sure if that was like it didn't seem like that would be a directorial decision, but maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe that's more of a natural thing, but it was only in a few scenes, really. I think it was maybe two, literally. Right. So maybe what it was is they just didn't catch it, and by the time they realized it, it was too late to reshoot it. I don't know, because, yeah, it. I think if it would have been 100% in Korean it would have been better, but yeah, it was quite off-putting when all of a sudden they're speaking English and they, you know, they have their really thick accents and the slang doesn't translate quite as well. And yeah, um, that, you know, that was really it. Um, you know, uh, without getting into the spoilers, I, I've seen 
uh, several Korean revenge movies. Uh, I don't know why. I think there's some kind of cultural thing over there with revenge movies, and and some of them are really good. Um, I watched, I guess it's called The Vengeance Trilogy, even though I don't think these movies were actually really related. But there's a, there's a movie called Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. It came out in 2002. There's a really famous one called Old Boy uh, that came out in 2003, and they actually remade in 2010 with Josh Brolin. And then there's Lady Vengeance that came out in 2005. Uh, I liked all those movies, and the story was a little better in all those. Uh, Some of them are very kind of brutal, but the stories are good. And then there was one more that I saw that was insanely brutal. It was called I Saw the Devil, and that came out in 2010. That was on Netflix a while back. I think that's why I saw all of these. I think everything was on Netflix, and it just, I, I don't know. I think I watched one of them, and then I just kept watching. It kept recommending more of them, you know, Netflix. Mike, and you are truly the movie guru out of the two of us, because I have never heard of any of those movies. Well, I... I, I think I got down on a tangent, you know, like, uh, I was just like, oh, a revenge movie. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was in Korean when it started, but that was okay. I'm just going to watch it anyway. And then I was like, oh, that was pretty good. And then I like, it recommends me to watch another movie. And then it recommends me to watch another movie. And I watched all of them. And then like, the, the I saw the devil is like super brutal, man. Like, it's like, it's intense. Uh, so I, I don't know, and oh, old boys really, whoo, uh, crazy Matt. Did you see? Did you see the new one uh, with Josh Brolin in 2010? I don't think so. Was it also called Old Boys? Or it just Old Boy? And uh, yes, it was. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it has this crazy fight scene that's like, uh, you know, all these guys and one guy, and it. it Anyway, old boy stories like insane. So uh, it's it's kind of uh, Black Mirror esque in in some ways. But a- anyway, um, if you're into different revenge movies, and you don't mind if you have to read the subtitles, those movies are all revenge movies. I have to look that up because uh, you know I'm a big fan of Josh Brolin. Even before he became Thanos. Yeah, or what about Cable? Yeah, oh, dude, I was... I think the movie that I really became a big Josh Brolin fan, and now, of course, I'm going to talk about it, and I forgot the name of the movie, Sicario. Oh, uh, I, I, I liked him in uh, No Country from Old Men. Yes, and, oh, that uh, as well. I, and, and, and I really liked him in The Goonies. Oh, of course. Everybody loved him in Goonies. I mean, come on. But I'd say when I really became a huge Josh Brolin fan was uh, Sicario. I just really just... And then from then on, I've pretty much seen just about any time he's in a movie, I know it's probably going to be at least decent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. Well, then, Matt, um, as uh, I'm assigning you some nerd homework, film nerd homework, uh, I think you should... Figure out a way to stream or whatever, old boy. I think I looked for it. It didn't seem like it was on any of the Netflixes or the uh, Amazons. I haven't looked at the other ones. 
I mean, Matt, I, I know you go to, what, what is the website that you go to to find out if it's streaming? What, you stream it or something? There's a couple of them. Um, uh, Decider is one that I use a lot, and that one's usually pretty good. And the other one, yeah, it's something like you stream it or stream something. I don't know. I don't remember. But if you Google it, you know, you'll find them. But, oh, the other reason why I like Josh Brolin is because we will have to review it eventually down the road. And I think we're getting to that point where I probably could do it, especially with the ties to Prescott. But is the uh, movie based on the Hot Shots? Ah, yes, yes. We, we, we should do that one. Josh Brolin played a guy that I didn't know super well. Like, I didn't go over to his house and you know, eat a uh, dinner with him and stuff like that. But I knew him and I knew his wife as well. I still know her. She's obviously still alive. There's uh, Amanda Marsh and Eric Marsh. And it was frightening seeing Josh Brolin play Eric because he nailed it. I mean, he, it's like watching Eric on screen. He did that good. It's scary for me to watch it sometimes. Wow, yeah, no, that's amazing. And and we we will review that. Um Matt, I, we might need to get it before we start doing the our 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 annual uh uh Halloween stuff. So the Harvest Horror Fest. Well, the other thing we could do and I thought about bringing it up this year, but it's kind of hard because the anniversary is always in the summertime and that's when you know we're having summer movie madness basically but we could do it the week of the anniversary of their deaths but that's kind of you know it's always tough but it's been uh quite a few years now since they've passed i don't i don't know if it's been 10 yet but uh i'd have to i'd have to look it up no was it it was 2013 so it's been uh six years so next year will be seven so, anyways, uh, not to keep, you know. M- M- Mr. Sidetrack, I mean, geez, come on, man. Here's a better sidetrack. So, Mike, speaking of Josh Brolin, better known as Thanos, how does Revenger relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, so this is this is kind of a cop out. I'm I'm just saying that right now. But uh, the the star in this movie, uh, Bruce Kahn, uh, who plays character uh, Kim Yule, was in Daredevil, but not the Daredevil that we've seen on Netflix. This is the Daredevil movie that they made in 2003 that I think Marvel would like to forget about. And this was starring Ben Affleck. Colin Farrell and Jennifer Garner, and he was a stuntman, and he's not even credited, but he was listed in in uh, IMDb, so that's as good as I'm gonna take, and that's all I could find. I had like four characters to look for, so that's still pretty good that you found anything. And as horrible as that movie is, it's not it's not complete one hundred percent garbage like Batman versus Superman. But it's not great either, so I don't know. 
Yeah, so I kind of feel bad. That's not the best MCU tie-in, and 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 maybe, you know, that doesn't count. But but I tried. Uh, I'll, I'll allow. I'll allow it this time, Mike. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. It's a character that's from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So yeah, let's go with it. All right. Thank you. I guess we can spoil Revenger now. I mean, or you know what? Maybe we should do this since I already jumped off. Uh, Mike, do you recommend our handful of listeners to go and waste their time watching Revenger on Netflix? Uh, so if you like uh, like martial arts movies, yes. Because there's actually some really, really good choreographed martial arts in this. And that was the highlight of this film. The stories. Not the best, but it starts off so awesome. If it just kept going like that, it would have been great, but it kind of gets weird a little quick. Uh, But if you just hang in there, there's some really cool fights. And, uh, you know, if you don't mind reading uh, subtitles, because it's mostly in Korean, just just about 96% of it is in Korean. Uh, or if you're fluent in Korean, then uh, totally watch this movie and awesome. I definitely think if you're a martial arts fan or just even an action fan, this is a good one to watch. Granted, it's not like blow up stuff action. It's hand-to-hand combat action, but it's still really, really, really good. It's really well done, really good choreographed. It's I highly recommend it for that aspect alone. Yeah, I agree. The story started out really fun, really awesome uh, on the beach. Very cool. And then it just starts falling apart. And one of my complaints as well is, you know, they never really explain why the uh, main character was put on the island. He had to have committed some form of a crime to be put there and something really bad. And they never explain it. Nope, they don't, they don't, I mean, but they didn't need to that much, because we, we got enough of how he wanted to be on there, but you're right, yeah, it's... Well, but then they could have explained that, they could have said, okay, well, he went and killed someone, or he volunteered and said, I want to go there just to get revenge, which would have made it even better story. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. See, stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. But no, I I agree. I think it's now we're going to spoil people more. But um, I really did like that when he shows up on the beach and he has the mask and the restraints on and he just beats the living hell out of those guys with just his feet. That was bad ass. No, it was super cool. And it was super well done. Right. Like there are like all the the uh, fight scenes. It's like. They they were really, really well done, and then the story was like the part that they didn't focus too much on. Well, especially during that part in the middle, during the second act, when the bad group of people follow the the Captain Hook back to his hideaway, and it it's like, why, why are they just now thinking of this? Because clearly this hideaway has been there for a while. <laughs> And they go and they just like slaughter everybody. And then the main badass guy is just asleep the whole time. Granted, that battle was pretty cool, but it was just, ugh. Man, I, I am going to bring in a little uh, side topic. I usually don't do this, but 
There is a revenge movie that if you like revenge movies and you're listening, that you guys should watch. And it is on Amazon now for streaming. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, Let me guess. Let me guess. Death Becomes Her? No. Oh. No. Damn it. It is called The Horseman. It's an Australian movie. And when I watched it, I was blown away. It's 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 intense. It's it's got a lot of really intense scenes. But I love that movie and it is super revenge. Like there's there are certain movies that just really like whoa. And this one was one of those. Mike, have you ever seeked professional help? No, no. It really sounds like you have uh uh angst against someone in your life and you are looking to get revenge just come out with it mike what did i do what did i do mike no no it's 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 not against you matt uh you know as as much as uh you know you think it is it's it's not against you all right good so it's against Uh, someone else then yeah and then there's also there's a french movie called revenge just called revenge french movie came out not too long ago. Hold on. Uh, and it is excellent as well. Uh, 2017. Because there's way too many movies called Revenge. But this one came out in 2017. It's awesome. But it is not streaming anywhere for free right now. And I've already talked about it before on the podcast. So oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do one more Revenge movie here in a second. But I don't know. I, I am a fan of these Revenge movies. I don't know. I, I guess I feel... I don't know. Sometimes I I really enjoy what the character's doing, or, or or at least side with them, I guess. And and I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty fun. Like I like the 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 fact that they're getting like satisfaction that they're taking something. You know, like I don't know. Let Let's just go back though, Mike. You did agree there is someone out there in this glorious planet of ours that you want to get revenge against? I mean, sure. I mean, I'm a person. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of things that have happened. I mean, the guy who cut me off in traffic. I don't know, man. There's all kinds of stuff. You're going to go get him like Mel Gibson in Payback? No, but that was pretty good. Um, well, <laughs> I love throughout that movie... Uh, everyone's trying to pay him all more money than he wants. And he's like, no, I just want like, I don't know, $800. And they're like, what? You did all this for $800? You're crazy. Yeah. And then he kills him anyways. Yeah. God, was it? It was like, what? It was like 50 grand or 80, 80 grand. I think is what it was. I don't remember. And everybody kept offering him more. He's like 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it, it wasn't something, I mean, Yes, it was a large amount of money, but it wasn't uh, worth all the trouble. And that's what everybody kind of was trying to point out. Well, especially to the mob. Yeah. Ooh, Matt. So this is the other movie. I I couldn't remember its name real quick, but I found it. The other revenge movie that just, whoo, man, intense, but super awesome. Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good movie. That is a good movie. And you can watch that right now on uh, Prime Video. Uh, unofficial sponsor. Is Prime Video now our unofficial sponsor? It's not well, IMDb? Well, I mean, well, IMDb and Prime Video are owned by the same Amazons. Oh, 
Oh, okay. So let's just go with we're sponsored by Amazon. Wait, no, they probably won't like that because we're not actually sponsored by them because they do do a lot of that Amazon link crap, and we don't do that. I mean, I guess we we're could, unofficial. Yeah, we we, we want to say unofficial, unofficial over and over. Okay, all right, unofficial. All right, all right. So again, Mike, to get back on topic about you seeking out revenge against me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, well, uh, as far as revenge movies go, I guess this this one was a little bit weak in the story, but there were some really good plot stuff. And, uh, you know, like I said, if if you have some extra time and, and uh, you enjoy revenge movies, uh, especially with great action, because this one's a lot of like hand-to-hand comment, you should watch this movie. It's on Netflix. You know, if, if you don't, don't bother. Expand your horizons. It's not going to hurt you. It's interesting to see what other countries do with film. But you know, one thing I was going to say, it does kind of remind me of like a video game. It starts out with like, uh, he's fighting like a bunch of guys and then he goes to fighting like a whole lot of guys. And then he goes to fighting like the boss. You know, and then he has like the, the like the the semifinal boss. You know, the dude with like the swords, the hunchback with like the swords, and then the other dude. Oh uh, yeah, yes, yes. It's almost like like Mortal Kombat, like building up, <laughs> and then he gets to the final boss, and it's this big badass fight scene. Yeah, it's like the the cl- yeah yeah. It's like climbing the tower of a tournament or something. Yeah. Right, right. It's kind of funny like that, but hey, you know, it worked for me, so. Okay, Mike, how many reels do you give uh, Netflix's Revenger? Uh, so I'm going to give this one two reels out of five. Wow, two reels out of five. Well, I'm I'm glad to see we are back in form because I give it more. I give it three out of five. I think it's just average. I oh, mean, you are you are a very gentle person when it comes to rating movies, and I am just I don't know. I guess I'm just super harsh, or I've seen so many movies that I'm like jaded well it might be just nostalgia the fighting movies i mean i love fighting movies like one of the like goofiest worst fighting martial arts kind of movie is uh uh kickboxer with john claude van damme (laughs) oh okay all right i mean i loved a lot of john claude van damme movies growing up right i love that you know blood sport man universal soldier sorry it was blood sport not kickboxer sorry i take it back it was blood sport oh oh man i dropped the ball oh oh blood sport was awesome i know the kumite i still have that song stuck in my head yes and then the oh yeah man really big dude like 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 lying over like bending down over him like shaking his head and like grabbing his headband and shit and just God, dude, that movie is so great. So uh, maybe I'm just very nostalgic for a good old-fashioned martial arts movie, and it's really cool to see something like this today. Yeah. Okay, Mike, so what the hell are we going to talk about next week since you missed Good Boy? Good Boys? Good Boys. Good Boys. Multiples. Yes, Good Boys. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to try and watch Good Boys, because I don't. is anything coming out this, this coming week? There's two that interest me. Um, I don't know if how much interest you have in them, but ready or not, the horror mystery thriller 
opens August twenty first. Oh, is that the the one where the the woman is getting married and the family's got to go play hide-and-seek? Yes, they just got married, and she plays hide-and-go-seek. That looks kind of interesting. It, it looks fun to me, it but I think it'll be really ridiculous. Right? It does look like it's a lot of fun. That's why I want to see it. It's probably going to be, like you said, ridiculous. Um, Angel Has Fallen comes out. I haven't watched any of those movies, so I'll be lost on this one. And then the other one that I kind of wouldn't mind seeing, but I don't know if we're going to get it. I think it's an indie. It's called uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if I've seen any trailers for that. It, it's uh, a emotional kind of feel-goody kind of movie, but it looks interesting. Um, it's about a chick that her life is pretty much just completely out of control in New York, getting drunk all the time, just screwing up and... She decides she wants to start losing weight one day, and she wants to run in the Boston Marathon. I believe it's the Boston Marathon. It might be the New York City Marathon. Anyways, and she starts running in, um, oh, shit, uh, Central Park in New York, and starts meeting people, and she ends up meeting some dude, and, you know, anyways, she basically turns her entire life around because she starts running marathons. Or not running marathons, but training to run this one marathon. And it looks kind of interesting, but... Yeah, getting into... um, I actually know some people that run marathons. And getting into uh, Boston and the New York, you kind of have to qualify. Yes. Um, Not kind of. You have to. But, well, you do. But there is a couple ways to get in on the side. But it's still... Everything's challenging. Yes. I, I being in the news industry, we there is a guy here actually. Um, I'm I'm spacing on his name. Really nice guy. He's actually one of the maintenance guys that you have by college. He has run multiple times in the Boston Marathon and the New York Marathon, and he's won our local Whiskey Row Marathon multiple multiple times. He is oh man, die hard. He is die hard. And the interesting thing is, he didn't even start running until he was in his mid to late thirties. And now he just, he's a monster. I haven't seen him in a while, but I used to run across him working for the paper, just shooting other stuff. And there he'd go running by and he'd stop and say hello and, you know, say, how are things going? And I'd chat with him for a minute and then he'd keep going. But yeah, he was just a maintenance guy. Yeah, by college. It was pretty cool. He was a really nice guy. I loved him to death. I haven't seen him in a while. I wonder if he's, he might've just moved back. east. I don't know. But um, the other one, the last one, it came out last week. I know you had an interest in seeing it. I don't think we got it, though, here in Prescott. I'd have to check again, but I don't remember seeing it when I was looking at movies the other day. Is uh, Blinded by the Light. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't I don't think I saw that either. I don't know if that was wide release. It might have just come out in like New York and L.A. or, or markets that aren't ours. Well, it made $4.33 at the box office opening weekend. Okay, well, maybe it came out in more screens than I thought. It might just be, well, but, you know, well, I don't know. It might just be the really big markets. Here, I'll click on it, and we'll look. I don't know if it shows uh, movies, though, in here. Oh, uh, I I am wrong. It It is uh, here in full force. Is that? Okay. Oh, see, my stupid freaking uh, router that I'm... Not my router, but the router I connect to outside of my house for cable one says I am in Missouri. So uh, in Joplin, Missouri, they have it. 
<laughs> that doesn't do me any good. But very nice. Okay, Mike. Well, I don't have anything else. We'll have to figure out. But I think those are the three that I'm interested in seeing. One of those. And uh, let's definitely try and do Good Boys next week. And if we can get to two, we'll do one of the three we just talked about. If not, uh, you guys will only get Good Boys. And I hope to see at least one person at Gateway to Geekdom at the Prescott Gateway Mall this weekend. Come and say what's up. Tell me I suck in person. Yes, he likes to hear uh, constructive criticism or, as we call it, you suck dumbs. In person. Definitely. All right, Mike, go ahead. Do your thing. All right. uh, Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you on the next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.